Hi, this is Oren. If you find these teachings useful and you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me online at orenjsofer.com or on social media at orenjsofer. Thanks so much. So I don't know about you, but for me, that meditation brought up a tremendous amount of empathy for people who are in pain, for pain itself. And one of the obvious but so important aspects of working with people in pain is being part of the spaciousness around pain versus any reactivity or reactions we might have towards pain. So, for example, in the meditation, we want to be part of that broader space that's able to help patients hold their pain. Which brings us to the importance of the role, your relationship with patients to support them. And some of you being therapists and social workers, I mean, all of us are already skilled at this. So I want to offer a few more, a few more reflections on this and then we'll have some time to share with others. So, there's this phrase, put your own oxygen mask on first. So, when we're with another who's going through difficulty, knowing when we need an oxygen mask ourselves. So, being able to track what's happening in ourselves, what are our common triggers, and noticing them before they start impacting the way we're relating with the other. So that takes a lot of skill in being able to notice a lot going on. We're going to be aware of what's happening with the patient and in the room, whatever agenda or need we have in our profession, and then also being able to track what's happening in ourselves and prioritizing our own well-being during that encounter. So there's various skills and tools to do that. For myself, body awareness is really important. I, I try to feel that my whole body is filling itself out with a sense of well-being. Because I find that when I'm with somebody in pain, I need to be both soft, but also full with presence. It's this balance of not shying away from and not trying to fix. It's very tricky. It's not something that's a fixed state. It's like a, what is that word, homeostasis in medicine? That we're, It's constantly recalibrating to that. And my language is, is very felt sense oriented, so I, it's okay if it doesn't maybe make sense to you. This is very much the way that I experience being present with others. For some, for having phrases is helpful. Again, because there's these tendencies. How many of you noticed you know, the tendency to move towards or away with pain? Or to freeze, towards away or freeze, some of the major normal reactions. 
So this can take some reflection to consider what is my job here? Really, what is what am I able to do? What is mine here to do? And sometimes in our situations, we're with people who, for various factors in their lives, are in a really hard situation. And it's multifactorial. It's their family of, it's their family of origin. It's their socioeconomic status. It's, you know, so many things that are outside of our control. And then there's pain on top of it. So how to, for me, I actually pray. I pray that what they need will come to them because I know that there's so much more that they need that I can't actually offer in my role or in that encounter. And in Buddhism, there's the equanimity phrases of, I am the owner of my actions, heir of my actions, owner of my actions. And not in a cold way, but when needed, I really consider consider that each of us have our own path and that I trust and pray that we each can come to wholeness and that I can be a part of what's supporting that person in this time and place. And then I find that in working with people in pain, the really establishing trust is so important. So I, I'm, I often... If your role is specifically about non-pharmacological pain management, then I think it's it's easier to go in and be talking about that kind of off the bat or working with that off the bat. In in my role, there's a whole time, period of time where I'm letting the patient can just vent and be whoever they are and whatever they are and really giving a lot of space for that before applying any interventions. And then finally, and this is where this workshop may veer a little bit to the side of like a Buddhist workshop, um, I find, and you probably find this too, that everybody has their own wisdom that they bring to their situation. So most patients in pain that I talk to have something they're already doing, and they might not notice that they're doing it. So... I try to inquire what has helped, what, what makes it worse. Is there something that you do when the pain is really bad? Is there a place that you used to go to when you were well or that you go to now that's kind of your happy place that you feel good in? And I gather this information to start including it as we as I offer other interventions to include what they're already doing, their, where they're, what they already find soothing in whatever tool I offer, if it's a guided meditation, for example, so that I can help take somebody to a place of water, use water imagery if they say something about water, that kind of thing. So those are a few reflections from me. Oren, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I'll just kind of add welcome. 
You know, I think we're we're starting here with the sense of um, your own internal state and the quality of the relationship because that's the foundation for everything else, right? If we're overwhelmed, if we're reactive, if we're dysregulated, we can't be of support or the amount of support we can offer is limited, Right? So um, our ability to um, uh, monitor and track our own internal state uh, is kind of the prerequisite for being able to use any of the tools that we might have to offer. So this is why we're starting here, because this is really the... um, yeah, this is the foundation. And so just to kind of um, put some headings on the reflections that Evan just offered around this. So the first part that she was talking about was attending to our own internal state. What's happening for us? Are we aware of that? Um, you know, and Evan was mentioning, you know, tracking what's actually happening, using things like mindfulness of your body, Um, or any other tools that you have to be clearly aware of what's going on for you inside. Um, And really watching for um, overwhelm, compassion fatigue, emotional contagion, and that that image of putting on your own oxygen mask. So this this is the first component, is just that inner awareness of your own state. Then the next component Evan was talking about was the relationship Is there trust? Am I attending to that? Am I able to access empathy? Am I able to show and express it in a way that the patient can receive to really build and deepen the relationship? And then the last component is once we're here, once we have some relationship with the patient, can we now start to actually build on the relationship, the patient's strengths? So, you know, what what helps you? How have you dealt with this before? You know, is there anything that you do that you find brings ease or comfort? And being able to um, uh, identify and draw out um, not only the tools and skills they have, but their own language. So if you are in spiritual care or social work, you know, do they have um, a faith tradition that they rely on? Is there something else that they're drawing support from, like their family or a particular relationship or nature? And that that can be a resource that you help them identify, right? So some some of the support that we can offer is not so much, oh, here's this tool you should use, but helping them to find out and recognize what they're already doing. And then being able to really um, support and encourage them to rely on that, and then possibly incorporating that into whatever else that you offer, so that the things that you offer are really speaking their language rather than coming from the outside and imposing something. So, do you want to transition into the reflection, lead us in that? Yes. So, we'll be doing a small group reflection in a moment. I was wondering if just to welcome you that arrived. Would you share your name with us, each of you? Marianne and Kathy, welcome. All right. 
So in small groups of three to four. I think we might be divisible by three now. We'll see. Let's, just Let's aim for groups of three and see if it works out. Okay. So in groups of three, we'll, we'll get together and... Let's, as a format, let's do the format of first each person sharing and the others listening and holding presence for that person. And then there'll be a period at the end to discuss more free flow. And the topics of the two questions are, what are your habitual reactions to pain or suffering in someone else? What's that habitual reaction? We can write that on the board as well. And then the next question is, what helps you handle that or find balance? What helps you shift out of that into a state that's more balanced? Any questions about the this exercise? Maybe just how long we're going to have. Oh, right. Total. Total time is 15 minutes. So that's something like three or four minutes per person and three minutes per person and three minutes of free flow debriefing in your groups. And then when we come back, we'll have a share, we'll share out from the whole group so that we can hear the learnings in different different groups. All right. Any anything else before we begin? Yeah. Yeah, we'll time, sure. we'll time it out for you. Sure. I'll ring it after three minutes, but if you're done and you're just done, it's okay to move on to the next person. Why don't why don't we do it this way just for simplicity so there's not like okay. bells going every <laughs> so we'll just say um, Take, take the first 10 minutes for each person in the group to share on these questions. And then we'll ring a bell to signal moving from the individual shares to discussion. So this form that Evan's suggesting okay. of really just having presence and listening first before we move into more of a conversation. And just some, some tools for presence, just to review if it's helpful. Mindfulness of your body sitting, as Oren did in the practice. Noticing the, your, the sensations of breathing is another. Um, staying connected, the third is staying connected to your intention as a listener. Why, are you, why do you care? Why are you listening? And notice, just keep remembering that as you're listening. Okay, let's stick with that. All right. So any questions? Yes. Okay, great. Okay, so, great. So form groups of three, and um, we can take probably a, even a little bit more, maybe 20 minutes. So start each person sharing, and then we'll ring a bell to shift into discussion.